right, yeah. So, morning, everyone. My name is JP, for who don't know me. Um, Esther, my beautiful wife, and I uh, moved to New Zealand about uh, three months ago from South Africa. Um, so, yes, as Ray said, he asked me to do a testimony today, um, and I said yes. Um, and that's completely the opposite from what I usually do. I usually just run away from that and uh, I won't do it. So in the last couple of months, uh, God has told Esther and myself uh, to just put ourselves out there. Um, and that's what I'm doing today. So awesome. I thought I'll take the opportunity, opportunity just to give you guys a, a quick summary of my life. And then also just to share a couple of things uh, which I build my faith on. Okay, so I'm actually Afrikaans. So for you who don't know what Afrikaans is, that's close to Dutch. So if I speak Afrikaans, I'm not praying in a tongue, I'm just <laughs> speaking Afrikaans. Um, so I grew up in a Christian family, the traditional Christian family, where you go to church on Sundays, pray before you eat, all the normal things. Um, I had and I still have the best parents uh, who taught me all the basics of Christianity. Uh, I also have four siblings, uh, one brother, uh, three sisters, and we all love each other. So, looking back at my childhood, it was a very blessed time, um, and it's something that you don't really realize uh, when you're 10 years old. Um, during my high school years, uh, I was confronted with the same challenges as any other teenage boys, uh, with girls, with alcohol, peer pressure, and so on. So having the foundation that my parents actually gave me, um, I managed to get through high school without any big problems, and I now realize that the times that I actually said no, um, was actually the Holy Spirit just speaking softly to me. That's good. Oh, it was my mother's voice. <laughs> so, when I was about 17 years old, um, I actually started to having the feeling that there must be more to Christianity uh, than just to going to church, reading Bible and praying. Um, I then went to university about uh, 400 kilometers from home, where I uh, went to study medicine. I uh, made very good friends there, which I'm still very close with. Um, it was actually during this time where things started to change slowly in my life, but very slowly. Um, it bothered me that I would go to church with my friends on Sunday, um, because that, that's what you do. And then from Monday to Saturday, we would just uh, go out partying and never ever speak about God or uh, the sermon that we went to on Sunday. Um, People told me that uh, Christianity was uh, a personal thing. It was only between you and God, and it wasn't between you and your friends and chatting about God. So, well, that's what they said. So, um, the last two years of university, um, I started actually to develop a relationship with God uh, because I couldn't speak to any else, anyone else about Him. So I just decided I'll just I'll just talk to Him about it then. Um, and most of that went uh, was um, about me. Um, mixing up my social life with church, that that becomes one thing. <coughs> so, fast forwarding two years on, uh, I arrived in Cape Town, uh, where I actually joined a church. I met four awesome guys um, who, who changed my life. Um, we would hang out at church and talk about God, as well as sports, as well as the awesome barbecue that we had the weekend. <laughs> and then during the week, we'll hang out again and again, talk about barbecue sports, and God. So it's that, it's that year when I moved from having God as part of my life as having God being my life. Um, so I'm still good friends with these guys. Uh, unfortunately, one of them passed away. Um, 
okay. But he's with God. And that's cool. <laughs> so another significant um, moment in those years um, was getting baptized. Awesome. Happen. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, another significant moment in those years was uh, getting baptized, and I really feel that um, a lot changed in my spirit on that day. So, somewhere in between all of this, happy things, um, I met Hester. Um, actually, that was in my second year of university already, um, and we got uh, married six years later. Um, I believe finding a wife. And being married is a massive blessing in your life from God. Um, the six years we've been married, uh, one thing has remained constant, and that's having Jesus at, at the center of your marriage. Um, and the only way you can do that is if you as an individual have Jesus as your center. Yeah, come on. Um, and I lived in Cape Town, and we also worked on cruise ships for, six, for three years. Um, it was quite a challenging time for us because Christianity doesn't exist on cruise ships. Uh, but it was actually a very blessed time because we explored the Word of God together as a married couple. And I believe there's a lot of power of doing that together. After ships, we decided to take a new adventure. And to come to New Zealand, uh, which took about three years to get here. Um, and that brings me to today. So I would just like to share a couple of things uh, that has changed and shaped my life and also my thinking. So always when you, always make sure what the pastor or your friends tell you um, is backed by the Word of God. For example, if you go to church and there's never been a word out of the, out of the Bible, you should think by yourself, hey, where's this message coming from really? Yeah. Um, for all the guys, young guys out there, uh, start praying for a wife. I never got the chance to pray for one, but I got an awesome one. Uh, start praying for a wife, uh, and don't pray for a good-looking wife. Uh, Proverbs 19 says, a prudent wife is from the Lord. Uh, and prudent means sensible, and she's got sound judgment. So in other words, pray for an intelligent wife, rather. And God will throw in a bonus, and she will be beautiful as well. <laughs> Another thing that's uh, quite important for me is praying in tongues. Um, I believe that uh, there's a great power in this for breakthrough in different areas of your life, especially for healing, as well as making intercessions for other people. If you don't know what to pray for, praying in tongues actually helps a lot because uh, it's the Spirit praying and uh, the Spirit can't pray wrong. Uh, he just speaks about the wonderful works of God. That's good. And while you're praying in tongues, you actually start realizing what you want to pray about. And then you can start speaking in English or Afrikaans or whatever you want. <laughs> um, in uh, 1 Corinthians 14, it says, He who speaks in a tongue edifies himself. Or, or another version says, The one who speaks in a tongue builds up himself. And yourself is your body, your soul, and your spirit. Yeah. So I encourage you all to explore this and talk to people who do it if you don't. Because uh, I believe there's a lot of uh, blessing in that. Then the next thing is uh, let go. So Luke 12 says, Who by worrying can add a single hour to his life? So let go all stress, anxiety, and worries into God's hands. Um, and see how abundant supply of blessings will flow into your life. So uh, the tighter we try and hold on to things, uh, the more we close off God's blessings. So let go 
and let the blessings flow. That's good. Uh, and another thing is communion. So in Isaiah 53 it says, But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement for our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. So Esther and I tried to do communion together as much as possible. And I believe there's a lot of power in this as well. When we have, we have seen a lot of breakthroughs since doing this, um, it also reminds you of what Jesus did for you on the cross. And by meditating on this, you get a bigger revelation of who He is uh, and what He did for you and what that means for you. That's really good. Uh, I think Shannon actually spoke about this a couple of weeks ago, but uh, your words have power. So be careful what you say about um, yourself and what you say about other people. How often do we say, I'm so tired, or I'll never be able to do it? So what you confess is what you'll get. It's mm, good. Uh, almost done. Uh, give. I do believe that giving to the church is important and has a lot of benefits. Uh, God blesses us so that we can be a blessing to others. Uh, giving isn't only money, but it's also giving time, love, and attention to others. Uh, and God, in the Bible, says God loves a cheerful giver. Uh, the other thing I've noticed through the years is that God speaks softly. Uh, I have learned that God doesn't come and shout answers into your ear and force anything onto you. Uh, God is a gentleman. He is soft-spoken, but He's firm. And I've also learned that if uh, it's not out of love, then it isn't God. Uh, and then just uh, when you ever go to church, always make sure Jesus is uh, being glorified. Um, and then my last thing is that, uh, so grow and strengthen your faith. So a pastor in uh, South Africa explained it like this way, uh, or this way. So every time something small happens in your life, uh, thank God for it and uh, pick, up that, uh, pick up a small stick, basically, when that happens. So this imaginary small stick is actually your faith then that you have. But that small stick is easy to break. So... If another small thing happens and another small thing happens, every time pick up a stick and as you imagine the stick growing, if you put all these small sticks together, you have a big, big fat rod. Awesome. Um, so good. So when the big things in life comes and when you have to believe for something big, for a healing, for a job or for a child, uh, you can fall back on this um, big, strong, thick, unbreakable tree, of, tree trunk of faith. Uh, and believe for it easily. So keep on seeing God in the small things. Pick up your sticks, grow a big piece of faith, and then you can uh, believe for big things after that. So I'd just like to end off with what God has done for Hester and myself in the last couple of months. Um, so He's provided abundantly in all aspects, even though not one of us had a job for five months. Wow. Um, he answered our prayers. And just went an extra step just to show how cool he is. He brought us safely to New Zealand. He provided us both with jobs here. He placed us in one of the most beautiful areas of the world. He gave us a church, but he also blessed us with friends. Um, I did trail running in South Africa the last two years. Uh, and nobody wanted to join me to do it because no one was crazy enough. Uh, and within three weeks in New Zealand, he gave me Peter. 
who was uh, slightly more crazy than I. <laughs> and the list just goes on and on and on. And uh, I can stand here the whole day because I'm not nervous anymore, so I can just speak. <laughs> Come on. Uh, but my last pearl of wisdom is always listen to move, listen, and move when God instructs you to. So good. Because you could be the answer to someone else's prayer, just like you guys was the answer to ours. Thanks. Awesome. So good.